views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. You know what? I am so thrilled to be connecting with all of you today. I'm Dr. Pat, and you are listening to The Dr. Pat Show. There's no question about that. But here's the thing I want to say. What I would like to say to everybody is, you know, every once in a while, you know, we have this interaction with people in life. And we think about how is that interaction going to keep me on the path that I want to be on? How is it going to help me be a better person in the world? How is it going to help me to learn so many things about myself, my life, my future, my vision, my goals? And then we kind of stay in that space of asking all those questions and not having any solutions. Today, I want to introduce you to Joe Nunziata, who is joining me here today. He is also the host of a fabulous show we're going to tell you about. But, you know, what is the conversation now that we want to have? So here is the conversation. If everything is energy, and I think we already, raise your hand if you're kind of like on the same page with me. Everything energy, yeah, we know that now, right? Or at least you all do because you're really smart listeners. But if everything is energy... And we can have a sense now that science says we can have a sense of energy, what it is, what it does. And we now know that that energy that we have is also us. Then when we hear conversations about change, doesn't it make sense, right? Like somebody explained to me like I was a fifth grader. Changing your energy can change your life. That's today what we're going to talk about with Joe. How to discover the keys to identity and clearing the unconscious negative energy that is holding you back in life. And by the way, I had an epiphany on this last night. Joe Nunziata is a best-selling author, spiritual life and business coach, professional speaker. He teaches people how to make that permanent absolutely sticky glue change. But first, it's about clearing energy. It's about breaking through destructive patterns of behavior, not just at the surface. We're not talking about the foam on the top of the rupee float. We're talking about getting to the ice cream of those patterns, looking at what they are and identifying a transformational process that Joe developed to help people create the new energy If you can create the new energy 
then you can create the new beliefs. A lot of times we talk about beliefs and thoughts and this and that. We go through, we write our list and we're agonizing over it. And that is not a change in energy. Joe has been delivering life-changing messages, you know, for several decades now. His programs, which he takes into organizations, helps organizations increase, improve, energize, and be successful. Whether you've seen him on television, on radio, you've heard him on radio, wherever you know, this message that he brings has brought him to the forefront of understanding what spirituality is, what success is, what karma is, and how to change your energy and change your life. Today, I get the honor of introducing him to all of you and to open up a dialogue on whether or not are we all in or do we have a little bit more work to do. Joe, great to have you here. Dr. Pat, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here today. So listen, look, we have all been down the path. Many, many people They saw the movie, The Secret, they bought the books, they bought the audio tapes, they did the vision boards, they did the journals, they put the list together, uh, and then they woke up one day and called Oprah and said, okay, you know what, this is not working for me. And I think you've got the answer to why it wasn't working. Well, you know, I don't want to say it's it's bad because it's certainly not. It's it's no, a good know. thing. It, you know, obviously it was a positive thing. It was got people to to start to understand that energy is out there and law of attraction and and all those great things. And I think it got a little bit Hollywood in the sense that it focused a lot on material possessions, which the the secret did to a degree, and which again it it is what it is. And I thought it was a, a very positive thing overall. So the understanding is that. Um, a lot of the stuff that we've learned to do is what I think of as external things or mental things where it's going to be more of, you know, the vision board and uh, focus on, you know, uh, what do you want? Manifest what you want. And that's that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's all good. What I discovered and I did all that, obviously, because that was part of my journey. And then I got to a point and I said, OK, this is kind of working, but it's not really working, working. And I then started to look for an answer and it took me to a place that I didn't expect which was really understanding that everything is energy and everything is emotion your emotions drive everything forward and if you're not moving in the direction you want to move in or if you're hitting obstacles which we all do in life because it's part of life there are unresolved emotions that you're holding that are continuing to cycle within your what we call your chakra system and those energies continue to vibrate and recreate the same issues. So the idea for this was to say, okay, and I learned this as going forward, working with different powerful teachers and research and studying, but it all kept bringing me back to something I had never thought about. And because I didn't grow up in that environment, like most people where your emotions were allowed to exist, so to speak. And, uh, so it took me to this place of, really digging down to what I was feeling and then uncovering those emotions, clearing that energy, and then in effect, removing that obstacle internally so that I could have continuous growth. And, and again, not that you were never going to have another problem, but I then understood the tools to move forward in a positive way. And as you said, making it stick. 
Yeah, I mean, isn't this really the key, though, uh, you know, to now what we're, we're understanding and we're learning? You know, we didn't know a decade ago. Let me just go back a decade ago. Um, there were people in the human potential arena that had a sense of this. You know, they had a sense that everything was energy. Um, you know, my first conversation with Will Arts, you know, the, the gentleman that, you know, put together What the Bleep. In my first conversation with him and also being a party to the screening of What the Bleep in Seattle, which literally put that on the map, was part of learning that there are some things we do have control of. Victor Frankl, Joe, wrote about this, what, World War II? How many years ago was that? One of my favorite books, by the way. One of mine, too. But yet it seems to be elusive for us to figure out how to do it. That's where you come in, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think it's more of, you know, when we get to the how to do it part, that's just one piece. I think the first part of it is just really understanding that everything is emotional. And, and, and for me, when I work with people, I see that we've all been, over time, depending on how we grew up and we have all these different beliefs and how our parents treated emotion and how were we able to express emotion as children? So that really set the foundation for our emotional development. And once we learned, okay, emotions are, you're not allowed to do that, or you can't express your feelings, or, mm -hmm. you know, go be quiet and play in the corner. Once all that happened, people don't realize that you're still carrying that, what I call your emotional operating system. And you process emotion based on the way you learned it growing up. And that's why most people, because most of us were not allowed to do that, or certainly were not encouraged, and in many cases not allowed to do that. So once we got blocked, in a sense, where we said, okay, this is what we do with emotion. I always say people, go back to your home when you were growing up. How were the emotions handled? And, you know, did you discuss it? Was it allowed? Were you get, did you get in trouble? Was it swept under the carpet? That's a very important thing for you to understand within yourself, and then it helps you realize how you're not processing your emotion, that's one of the keys to beginning the process. Yeah, and that's what today's show's about, too. You know, uh, people have said to me, you know, Pat, certain words you don't want to use, you don't want to use them. But, you know, I, I'm like you. I, I'm a girl from New York, and I want to get right to the issue. And the issue is negative energy. Negative energy, negative beliefs. And so let's talk a minute about negative energy and, you know, what it really is. Uh, some people say, oh, I don't know I'm carrying negative energy. I, I think at some level that's true. I think sometimes there's some really subconscious, unconscious energy that comes forth. But I'll tell you, here recently in the past two days, I've gotten to look up close and personal where I could do better in that. And I've taken action on it. But I've been working hard at this, Joe. I mean, how easy is it for us to identify this negative energy? Uh, you know, it's it's. you said the word that I like, which is work. Because, <laughs> you know, I always tell people, you know, this is like anything in life that you want to be good at. You know, I've been working on this and I work on my energy every single day and I've been doing it for many, many years. It's It takes work because you're changing the way you process something. Think about that. So if you have a certain way that you've been doing something for 30, 40, 50 years in some cases, and all of a sudden I say to you, well, do it this way. It's like, I always use this example. I say to people, if you're right-handed and I said to you, I want you to be left-handed, people would say, well, I, I, it, you know, I can't, how am I going to be left-handed? I've been right-handed. But if I said to you, I'm going to give you 
five years to practice. People say, oh, in five years, if I practice every day, I could probably write pretty well left-handed. That's kind of what this is like. It's like saying, okay, I'm asking you to do something you haven't done. You didn't even know it was there. And now you're going to go through this process every single day and say, if I keep practicing it, then I can begin to understand what I'm feeling, what's going on emotionally, and change the way I process the emotion. But it's not an overnight thing. And that's one of the things in our world. We live in this instantaneous gratification society. Everybody wants everything right away. And we do live in a world like that for many things. We can get food. We can get coffee. We can, mm-hmm. we can get everything. You know, and Now we can get entertainment at our fingertips in one second. We yeah. don't have to wait. So this idea that this is going to take some time and it's a process, you know, for many people in today's world that they, they, they would rather say, isn't there a pill I can take? So, yeah, yeah it, it takes it takes time and it takes work. Yeah. Um, and part of this, too, is and we're talking about this when we come back, Joe. Part, part of this is for me. Willingness to do the work. And the reason I think that's so important is um, I don't know if you're kind of like me. But, but a large part of my life, I sort of lived this entitlement energy. You know, I figured that my rough childhood, suicide mom, homeless at 17, rough time with the police at 19. And I figured that, okay, I've been through that. I'm entitled to a free ride. Guess what? I think you might be entitled to a free ride. But wouldn't you want that free ride to be filled with positivity and abundance? When we come back, we're going to talk about that much more. Very special guest, Joe Nunziata. We'll be right back. Now you can be a part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit globalmomentofjoy.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Winning at the game of money. Lynn Brown is now offering Full Spectrum Finance, a progressive 12-month program that will help you to navigate through the mechanics of financial expansion. Finally, a financial planner who looks at the full spectrum of money and abundance, engage you in the mental, physical, and energetic aspects of finance. This is Full Spectrum Finance. Are you ready to get into it? For more information, go to fullspectrumfinance.com. Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show. 
joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. Learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit wendyrosewilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I'm Dr. Pat. Hi, I'm Joe Nunziata. And listen, we're here to talk about change your energy, change your life. Uh, Joe, before we jump back into our conversation about negativity, where does it come from? What do we do about it? A, what's the best way for people to find out more about you? And please let people know about your upcoming podcast. Well, my uh, my main website is joenuns.com. So it's J-O-E. N-U-N-Z dot com. So it's kind of a sh- no one could ever spell my name right. So that's why I did that. But it's Joe Nuns, N-U-N-Z dot com. And my upcoming podcast that we'll be doing here on transformation is called A Shot of Joe, Wake Up, Step Up, Power Up. And what I want to do as we do the program every other week is really get into the understanding of what's going on in the world right now, but also how you can wake up, meaning elevate your awareness, step up, which is for you to step in and do the work, and then power up, which means you're gonna step into power and really begin to make these shifts and changes. So it's gonna, I'm gonna have some great guests, I'm gonna do some by myself, we're gonna do a great combination, but these will be podcasts and, and shows that will really be focused on giving you tools and information that you can apply to your life, because that to me is the most important thing. It is the most important thing, because you know two things that are going on right now, One is we're, you know, we're living in a world that is fast paced, you know, open up your phone, you get this message, you get this app, you get this going on. And so we have to really learn about uh, the new energy. And once we learn about the new energy, then we can take some of the things that are tried and true. You know, I mentioned Viktor Frankl, and I, I want to get back to that for a minute, Joe, before we jump into this negative energy. If there was any, if there was anybody that I can think of throughout history, you know, I mean, I don't want to go back thousands of years, but I mean, let's talk in you know, century, right? Anybody I could think of that to me was in a negative situation and demonstrated how to convert negative situation, negative energy into something else, it's Viktor Frankl. So the question is, what did he do? What are the secrets that he used and aren't they applicable to today's time? Well, Viktor Frankl, if that book, and I read that book, it's interesting you bring up that book. It's one of my, it's actually probably my favorite book. And uh, 
Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah. And I read it all the time because it, it, I always get something different out of it. And yeah. it's, it's so powerful. But one of the things he talked about was, which I found fascinating, of course, he is a, he was a, a psychiatrist. So he he's looking at this from, of course, a different perspective. But he's he was talking about knowing who was going to make it and who wasn't and why. Why did this person, why was this person able to make it and this person wasn't? And one of the things he said that I thought was very powerful was, the person who made it had something to fight for, had something to look forward to, had something that they wanted to continue where the other people just kind of gave up. And I think that's an important part of life in general, where we want to have that feeling that, yeah, I have something to look forward to. I have something to continue. I have something to strive for. And when we don't have that feeling, you know, you start to lose your edge a little bit. You lose your desire. You and that was, was a very powerful message that I took out of that book. And I, I always keep that at the forefront as I continue to go forward. Well, and, you know, it is this, you know, this idea of, first of all, one of the most horrific times in the face of humanity. And, you know, we look at that time and we look at that age and we ask ourselves, you know, was Viktor Frankl, let's just say, different? Or did Viktor Frankl pull from something each of us has, Joe? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously he's in Auschwitz and he's in a concentration camp or World War II. And, you know, you're getting up every day and you're saying, you know, it's, it's a horrific, it's a day that none of us could ever even comprehend. I don't think we could even imagine what that would be like every single day. And, you know, for us, and we all complain and it's part of us being humans, but, mm-hmm. you know, just to get up every day and want to continue to survive to know, and, and a lot of it to me also has to do with faith, where you're saying, I have faith that at some point there's something on the other side of this that, that, is, that is going to be worth it. And, and that's also part of it. I think, you know, a lot of us, we, you know, do we, a lot of people say they have faith, but the question is, do you really feel that feeling? Do you have that emotion of saying, yeah, I do have faith. I really believe deep down. And it's something I always challenge people with. I say, you know, really you have to, do you, and, and you know, I, for a very long period of time because it was not in my makeup. And I had to, as I worked through a lot of my emotion, I started to get there. I, I think that's an important thing for all of us to say, you know, do I believe, do I have faith? And, and do I understand also that I'm going through difficulty for a purpose, as you described your life, you know, my life also has been difficult. So, mm-hmm. There's a purpose behind it. it. It didn't just happen. We chose to come here and have more challenging lives, so to speak, to go through an experience. So part of that for me is acceptance of, yes, I came to have a more challenging or difficult. I came to have these experiences. There's a reason for it. Doesn't mean they didn't hurt. Doesn't mean I don't have emotional scars. Doesn't mean you know I'm still not carrying some of that pain, but there was a reason behind it. When we move into acceptance, it does shift our energy very dramatically. And, and that's one of the keys to, to doing this work. And, you know, when it does shift our energy, now we have a new baseline which, uh, by which to build upon. Because other than having that instance where we shift our energy, and I think all of us have kind of gone through that at some level. I know I did. I know one of the more devastating periods in my life Um you know, back in 1990, 1991 and two, really life-changing, devastating events in my life. I had a nanosecond to figure out 
what was I going to do next? You know, when you lose a job six months short of a pension, every single thing goes through your mind. But what went through my mind is, how can I go back to school? And I don't know that, you know, that happens. You're born with that. I know for me, there's a level of being in the presence of positivity somehow that rubs off on us. And that's the question I want to ask you. You actually work with people and take them along, not necessarily by reading books and things, but by actually having them experience this, right? Yeah, well, the idea behind it is to say you you have to, what I want people to do is feel their emotion. Mm. And again, a lot of people don't even know what they're feeling because we have Mm -hmm. two different types of things that we deal with. When we talk about emotion or feelings, and I kind of break them into two different things. I I call them surface feelings and true emotions. So when I think of surface feelings, we have these things that we feel on a regular basis, anger, sadness, happiness, whatever it is. We have these moments where maybe I get upset about something. And for most of us, because we never really learned about emotions, we stop there. We just say, I was angry, and then we, we deal with it in our own way, whatever that may be. Maybe I yell and scream. Maybe I go have a drink, whatever it is that I do. Or I was upset about something. This is what I did. Or I was disappointed about whatever, you know, or, or this didn't work out for me, and, and I went out and, you know, had mm-hmm. a fight with somebody. So now the idea is to say, well, okay, I was angry, but now what I ask people to do, and I say, why are you angry? What were you really feeling? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the part of the work that, of course, is more challenging because everybody can say, well, yeah, this happened that I was angry. But when I asked somebody, I said, what were you really feeling? All of a sudden they stop because they no one ever asked them that question before. Everyone just accepted I'm angry (laughs) and kind of left it at that and said, "Okay." no one ever said to them, what is it that you're actually feeling? And now it opens a door to this deeper emotion, which is where this energy really is sitting, and to ask yourself, what is it that I'm really feeling? And believe me, it is something that takes time because nobody ever went there. That was not the question that we got after I'm angry, I'm upset. Right. So, right. So, so right. It's, it's opening a new doorway to say, but now I have to understand how do I even go through that doorway and how do I even identify that? That becomes the next piece of it. Yeah, usually, like in my family, like when you said, oh, I'm angry and I'm upset, the answer usually was, get over it. Uh, and and whether or not people say that to you directly, because I think we learn to be a little bit, you know, like more diplomatic, uh, nine times out of ten, we're thinking it. And so the idea is, especially in the workplace now, you know, it's this feel... It, when have you ever heard somebody ask in the workplace, uh, like, well, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Uh, well, and then the answer always is this. Well, I think. So we're so right. used to answering with our mind and not our hearts. That's a journey in itself. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Joe's going to talk with us. How do we make that transition? How do we make the transition from this place of, well, I think, Joe, to I feel. All right. Joan and Ziada in the house. Stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back with the show. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On the Verge Radio. 
Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. Tune in each month to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Isn't it time to put your health first, to give yourself the gift of whole body wellness? What if embracing unconditional love and self-care was the first step to wellness? Could you honor that for yourself? My name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and the author of Rewired Life, A Journey to Untangle Chronic Pain and Endometriosis. In my book, I share how I healed from 17 years of chronic pain and disease. Get your signed copy at audreymichelle.com slash book, spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash book. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. Hi, I'm Joan Nunziata. Yeah, you know what? Here's what we're doing. We're kicking it up. Kind of old school. And I like old school. Uh, because there are a lot of things that we learned. Uh, you know, old school means we reference a, a guy by the name of Viktor Frankl. That's considered old school. But in a more, you know, let's, let's just talk in a, in a different way. There are people in the world that we live in now where we can learn from. We can learn how to be in this world. Uh, that's what Joe does. He really takes wherever you are, whatever your situation is, whatever challenges you have, and he, he meets you where you are. And then you get to step into the world of possibilities of how you want to move forward. And Joe, before we jump back into the conversation, you know, and we were talking about this during a break, you know, you can go back to people over and over and over again, and they come back with the same solution to a problem, a solution that didn't work. And we got to get to what's working, what's not. Tell us how people can find out more about you, your website, and I know you have an ebook for them to download as well. 
Yeah, so my main site is joenuns.com, J-O-E-N-U-N-Z.com, and that's the place you can see all my information, upcoming events, and we'll have, obviously, the, the uh, show information on there uh, in about, a, hopefully, a couple of days, because we're going to be launching yeah. in a few weeks. Yeah. And also, I have a, a great book for people to read to kind of help them connect, and it's called Finding Your Purpose. It was a book I wrote in 2008 after the crash of the economy, and everybody yeah. was kind of scrambling. And uh, it's actually findingyourpurpose.com. So if they go there, they go to findingyourpurpose.com, they can just download that book immediately for free. Wow. Um, so let, let's kind of jump in. I, I was talking with you a little bit um, during the break. And one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, the word frustration. And, you know, frustration is a really interesting term. It, I think it tells you the state or the condition you're in, but it, it, I don't know that it fully expresses what's really going on. And if we can't get at the core of what the block in, frustration could become a way of life. So one of the frustrations might be, you know, here you are, you're trying to work with somebody, helping them improve, you know, whether it's on the job or in life, and they're just not there. For whatever reason, they really are not able to get to where you want them to go. And it creates an energy of its own. It is not your win-win energy. It is your lose-lose energy. So now two people, Joe, have to figure out, where's my block? What do I have to get at? And then it's up to the other person to decide, do I even care, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, again, I can only deal with myself. And I, I never, you know, yeah. to me, I work with each person and I, I, my goal is to get each person to, to the best place for themselves because everybody's yeah. different, right? We, we have to know that. And I used to get, you know, upset because I would put myself under pressure and say, if I don't get this person to this place, I failed, which of course was not true because each person can go where they're going to go. So that was my own issue, right? I felt like I had failed or I felt, you know, guilty. So frustration, that's a, one of those things that comes up for us all. And then we want to go underneath and say, what am I actually feeling? What am I really feeling? I'm not frustration again is not the feeling. It's, it's the, it's that surface feeling. It's not the real emotion. It's just like, I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm in my head. What's really going on underneath. And there are many things that we could be feeling at that point. I could be feeling guilty. I could be feeling shame. I could be feeling disappointed. I could be feeling like I'm a failure. So these are feelings that we have. But again, most people say I'm just frustrated. They don't understand that there's another feeling underneath. I have a lot of disappointment energy that I always work on and I've been working on it for my whole life because that was <laughs> part of my journey and part of my karma. So yeah. that every time things aren't working or, or and I've gotten much better, but every once in a while, I do get into that feeling of disappointment, which is a very core feeling for me. And I have to sit with it and I have to let it go because it's, but again, I don't just want to sit in the frustration because that's, I get stuck there. So that's, I want to go down into what I'm really feeling. Yeah. I mean, you know, the question always is how the heck do you learn that Joe? And, you know, for me, um, I, I was at probably the lowest lowest choice point of pain in my life, right? And, and and then I didn't get it completely. So I got to have other opportunities throughout my life, including coming down with a mystery disease. And then that leads me to why me? Oh, why me? Really? 
Really? This is what you're doing? I'm changing my life. I'm doing good work in the world. Really? Um, and so, you know, we get into this cycle. I want to ask you, you know, what is it that you've discovered are at the core of some of the people you work with, some of the core blocks? Well, the, the one of the core blocks, and you brought up the why me, which, of course, yeah. is, a big, is a big part of it, right? Like, you know, kind of that thing. And that, of course, brings people into a feeling of being a victim. So that really takes you out of power because once you're a victim, you, you've lost all your power, so you can't do anything. And it's important to understand that when you're going through something difficult, you're allowed to be upset about it, but I, don't, I want you to not be a victim about it. So that there's a difference between saying, wow, I'm really upset about this and there's all these emotions I have to deal with versus saying, poor me. So the key, one of the keys to this work is acceptance. I'm in total acceptance of everything that's happening at all times because I understand my soul is creating my journey for my emotional experience. It's not good or bad, right or wrong. It just is what it is. And this is important for us as we go forward to say, okay, I don't like what's happening. I'm upset by what's happening. I have a lot of feelings about what's happening, but I don't want to go into the why, the poor me place. Because what that does is it lowers your energy and it takes you out of the space to feel the true emotion. And that is the one of the key components to doing this emotional work is to say, okay, I'm in acceptance. This is happening. I have these feelings about it, but I'm not going to go down the poor me road. That is the road that takes you completely out of the feeling, by the way, and into a place that you have, you're completely weak, no power. You're out of the game. Yeah, you know, this. it's interesting because, you know, I, I looked at some of the things that, you know, we all experience in life. And, I, and I'm a bit older than you. So, you know, I, I've been through some really interesting times for me in my life and some of the actions that I've taken. Uh, but at the same time, what I think we get confused about, Joe, is... We're not talking about not taking action here. So I, I just want to be really clear about it because sometimes we think, wait a minute, this is about the energy thing. So I'm just going to hang out over here. I'm going to use my special chair that I have and I'm going to change my energy. This is not what we're saying. What I think I want to talk with you about and, and really get to the bottom of you can be a successful business person in a highly combat competitive company and do it in a way that has a um, positive, progressive, and collaborative energy. But yet we believe that if I take that pathway, Joe, I'm not going to be as successful as, you know, Bobby over here who's taken the other pathway. And I think that is... The, that is our number one paradoxical uh, thing that we face within life 24-7. Yeah, well, that goes back to, again, we go back to belief systems here because mm -hmm. we learned certain things you have to do to, to do X, Y, Z. So you have to do this to be successful. You have to do this to be in good shape. You have to do this to, uh, you know, have a good relationship. So we have all these ideas in our, you know, from our belief system and we've grown up you know, we obviously got it from home and then we started seeing things happen. And you might have said, well, you know, and I saw this in sales. You know, when I wrote Spiritual Selling, I wrote that book for exactly the point that you brought up was to mm -hmm. show people that you don't have to be the cutthroat, 
uh, run the guy over in the parking lot salesperson to be successful. <laughs> you can be a higher energy. You can work from a position of love. You can be successful without doing that. But I will tell you, when I go into corporate a lot of times, even to yeah. this day, yeah. that is the mindset. That is the, hey, you go out there, you, you kill it, you're a killer, yeah. you eat them up, you sell them, you don't care what's going on. So this, this, if you believe that, see, you have to really challenge your belief system. And you also have to be honest about your, if you believe that that's what you have to do, then there is no such thing as right, wrong, good, bad. It is what you believe is true. Mm-hmm. So if you believe that, that's what I have to do to succeed, then that's what you will do because that's in your belief system. So it's important to kind of do a little inventory on your belief system to say, what do I believe I have to do to be healthy, to be successful, to be in a good relationship? Those beliefs are very powerful and they they do really impact us dramatically as we go forward. Well, let's just talk about one of the titles of your book, An Oxymoron. Now, don't email me. I didn't say moron. It's like an oxymoron. I'm not calling anybody. That, that's like not for me to call anybody that. Oxymoron. Spiritual selling, Joe. Really? Let's talk about this. Because this is this book that caught on and it really created a completely different narrative for people. But it is a little bit like what? Right? But this was at the core of who you were becoming, wasn't it? Well, I was, again, seeing a different way to do something that I learned. I learned you can only do it this way. Then I said I was uncomfortable doing it that way. See, this is how it happened for me because I said, well, I don't feel comfortable doing that. (laughs) But this but this guy who's the big salesman, that's what he does. But it didn't matter because in my again, back to my emotion, I was not feeling it. So every time I went out there and tried to do it because I thought that's what I had to do, I failed because I it wasn't resonating with me. And that's kind of how that whole thing happened. And then I said, well, wait a minute. I can do this differently and I can still do well, which I've done. And I had to prove – but I had to actually to a degree prove to myself that it would work because in the beginning I said, well, I don't know. But, you know, I haven't seen it work because nobody was doing it that way. So it was just kind of going against the grain, which is also something we have to learn how to do and say, OK, I'm going to go this way and I believe that – this is going to work for me and this will work. So again, it won't work for the other person who doesn't believe it. So that's an important element. Yeah. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk about that important element. I want to talk about what you talk about in the book that you call this important element here and, uh, and go through this. You know, what Joe says in his book, Spiritual Selling, by the way, which I think could be used, many of you think sales, salespeople. You know what? In today's world, this is a skill that everyone from an HR person to somebody in a retail position, everyone needs to learn this. And what he talks about is people fall into three main categories, motivated by money, must love what you sell, and why am I here? And then Joe creates a fourth. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fourth. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.
Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author, Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving. Even in the face of adversity, say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. In this day and age, if you don't reinvent yourself, you may never find balance, peace, and the sustainable life that is your birthright. Angela Watson Robertson, known as the Reinvention Warrior and the host of Breakthrough Radio Show Masters of Reinvention, is here to help you reinvent every area of your life. Tune in and hear from the best in the personal transformation business and discover tips and tools for positive change. Live every month on Transformation Talk Radio. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Everybody, welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. Hi, I'm Joe Nunziata. Yeah, Joe and I were talking during the break, so we almost forgot that we're like here doing this uh, fabulous radio show. Uh, Joe, website again, please, oh, if you don't again. mind. Yeah, Got it. Joe J O E N U N Z dot com. Joe Nuns dot com. So, you know, during the break and um, before we went to break, what I was saying is, you know, if if you if you read your book, if you read the um, spiritual selling book. Um, one of the things you find is you say there are these three things everybody is used to doing, but guess what? Times are changing. And you came up with the fourth. And the fourth, if I just can summarize it, is the attractor. And I want to talk about that 
because it's an energy change as well. Can you tell us about the attractor and why spiritual selling is selling for uh, the, the modern times we live in? Yeah, well, so the attractor was, so again, we always, when I went to, to sales, they gave us a couple of, they said, well, you have the hunter, who's the very aggressive person who goes out there and, you know, sells in that way. You had the farmer, who was the kind of more laid back relationship builder. And I, of course, had the category that, what do you, like, you're not supposed to be here. You shouldn't be in sales. That was my own category. But those, the hunter farmer were always the two main ones. But I, you know, I never resonated because I was kind of hunterish, but I was kind of farmerish. I wasn't really either one. And then I said, huh. really, I, I want to be an attractor, which means I want to go out, do my thing, and then attract by putting out good energy the right clients for me. So the right client for me may not be the right client for somebody else. Right. So that was kind of how I looked at it. And I said, I'm going to focus on attracting the right client. Now, it was interesting when I did this, I didn't look at it from the technical perspective of what type of business, how much money do they have, blah, 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 all that. Mine was more of saying, I want to resonate with the person that I'm working with. And it was a different energy. It was like I said, I want to groove with this person. I want to be in the same kind of energy as the person that I'm selling to or that I'm working with. Because whatever I'm selling, I, I always think of it as it's a, it's a partnership where we're working together to accomplish something. It's not like I'm selling you something and leaving. I'm selling you something to help you in some way. So that was kind of what I started to do. And as I did that, I started to notice I'm attracting, you know, when I, I went bankrupt twice by 30 and in both cases, I attracted at that time, which I didn't realize I attracted people who did not pay me. And that was because I had a very low self-esteem and a feeling of unworthiness. Yeah. So I kept attracting people, the same kind of people, and they never paid their bills or bounce checks and all that kind of stuff. So as I got into this different energy, I started attracting people who, and this was the very key component for me, I started attracting people who appreciated my work. That was a huge, because before it was like, hey, I'm selling you something like, like you're doing me a favor. That was the kind of feeling I got, like the, the par person buying from me was doing me a favor. Then as I shifted, it went to, oh, wow, I'm selling something to you. I'm attracting the right person. They appreciate the work. And it's a win-win. It's so it changed the dynamic of how I was operating. And, and that was important because it completely changed the way I sold. And, you know, let's talk about this. Part of this today and what we know is, you know, right from the get-go. And the get-go of the process is not when you're on the phone with someone. There's a process before the process and the energy of that. And the attractor idea doesn't start, oh, now I got this great call. Doesn't the attractor process and the energy of that have to start like way before that? Yeah, because the great call is the result or the great, maybe you called somebody, but for some reason your energy uh, made you say, wow, this is a person I should call. So because you start to put out energy to, to attract the right people. So it's way before the call. It's you setting that energetic intent to say, this is the kind of person I want to work with. And this is more importantly, I always you go back to this and I say, this is the feeling that I want to have when I'm working with this person. So that feeling of emotion, that feeling of connection. And again, we don't always have the most fabulous connection with everybody. Doesn't mean that, you know, certain ones will be exceptionally good, but overall you say, well, you know, the people I'm working with are nice people. They're respectful people. They have the same value system. 
they are appreciative of me. I'm appreciative of them. There's all that energy that I'm putting out there, not just, hey, I want, I want to go out and make a sale. I don't really care who the person is. Now, again, that's, that's still a lot of salespeople. I'll go out. I just want to make the sale. I could care less. The idea behind it is when you're focusing on that big picture, it does dramatically shift what you start to bring in. And so, you know, one of the things that I love about this is we can lean into the energy of that even when we're looking for people that we want to work with. And I found this is so important. You know, have you ever been in sales positions where, yeah, I got to like find a lead. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's like you grind it out. And then there is, I literally want to start my day in a meditation and I want to get to the computer and, and there's an energy of that. That is equally important, isn't it? Yeah, because your feeling is, you're vibrating energy all the time. So whatever you're feeling, that other person is picking up, right? Whether it's the person who's going to call you or the person you're going to call. So even be, well, I, it's interesting. I always say to people, the the success or failure of your it, your appointment happened before you got there. It didn't happen while you were there. So the energy you carried before you got there is the energy that really set the tone for how that went. And people go, really? I thought I have to go there and present. And I'm, it doesn't mean you don't have to do all the technical stuff because we do. But the idea is my I set the tone before I even went out. And if I don't feel good and if I feel like I'm struggling or I don't feel happy or I feel like, uh, I don't want to do this today, that comes across. Even if you think you're faking it, that does come across to that other person and it, and it does impact the results. So it's, it's, I always meditate every morning and regardless, and then I'm always setting my intention for the day of what I want to create today. And there are days when I say, you know what, I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, and it's, and it's one of the things that in the past I would never allow myself to I would just say, push through it, do what you have to do. And sometimes, obviously, we do. But for the most part, there are certain days where I just say, you know what? I just, it's just not my day to do this. I'm not, it's like when I'm writing a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like people say, oh, do you write like so many pages a day? I said, no, because I said, I write when I feel like writing because I know that if I try to force it, it's not going to be what I want it to be. So that's also a big part of it is really kind of knowing how you yeah. feel and trusting it. Yeah. You know what? There's nothing spiritual spiritual about forcing. That forcing. Forcing. Absolutely not. That is not a spiritual concept, right? Forcing so, has nothing to do with flow. Yeah, and obviously if we think about it, it's the complete opposite of flow. Yes, it is. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much for today. Again, how let folks know how they can find out more about you and, and your upcoming show. Right. So thank you so much. So the show is A Shot of Joe, Wake Up, Step Up, Power Up. We're starting on the 25th. I'm very excited to get started and really get people in the groove of this new energy. And you can find out more about me at Joe, J-O-E-N-U-N-Z.com, JoeNuns.com. And uh, again, you'll see all my events and information there. Well, thank you, Joe. Hey, that you know, we're not going anywhere. Um, stay tuned. Coming up next, Colette Marie, Stefan, and me. Yes. Dragon cards and street smart affirmations, tag teaming it for all of you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.